Hey everybody, I'm Gracie Carroll. And I'm Trevor Perkins. A podcast celebrating the success of women across the globe. Join us every week as we chat with wonderful females and tell their story. You're listening to Girl Most Likely Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Girl Most Likely Podcast. I'm Gracie. And I'm Trevor. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so excited to be bringing you into the month of December. We're on our last final couple days, and we're so excited to be talking with one of our great friends, Lauren Davidson. Hi, Lauren. Yay. We're so happy to have you as our girl most likely this week. Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. So you've been having some like really great success on all of your songs and singles that have been coming out the past few weeks leading up to your EP. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? Like, yeah, what, why did you pick those songs and, you know? Yeah, totally. So it's been like, obviously so crazy releasing music during this time and not playing shows, but I hadn't planned to release all this music um, a little over a year ago uh, in the October of last year was like quietly going into the studio when I wasn't playing shows and basically had just taken this batch of music that I had written over the course of like the last year and change. I think it ended up being like even two years, you know, playing shows and not being able to release as much music was like, which songs do I like? Which songs do I connect with still right now? Which songs are I, am I excited about? And kind of just picked the five best songs or the five songs, I mean, best is a weird term, but the five songs (laughs) that made me the most excited um, at the time. And then was like, I'm going to make this an EP. It didn't have a title. It was just like LD, you know, like LD three, my third EP. We just like no title Mm -hmm. just started going into the studio. And I realized that all of these songs um, had this common theme of like not traditional love songs. None of them were love songs. Like I love you, you love me. Um, But they were all centered around love in their own way. And one of the songs included in this project Um, It's called Love Ain't Fair. And I was like, well, you want to know what? Love isn't fair. And all these songs kind of uh, tie into that. So that should be the title track. That's so awesome. Yeah. No, I loved it. When when you announced that it's called Love Ain't Fair, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And all the (laughs) singles have led up to this moment. I'm so pumped. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Um, Let's let's tell the audience a little bit like about where you're from and like who who you are and really kind of what led up to you doing the music that you do. do Yeah, totally. So I actually, I live in New York City. Um, I go back and forth to Nashville or was going back and forth to Nashville before (laughs) uh, the world shut down. But I live in New York City and um, I've been doing music in some form my entire life. My dad was a singer songwriter, Uh, not professionally by the time he had me, but music was something always in our house. And like my earliest childhood memories are him sitting, playing guitar, um, singing songs like bedtime stories. And like one of my favorite gifts as a kid, I think it was like five years old, was a karaoke machine. And I used to sit in front of it for hours and just sing all different types of music. (laughs) <laughs> um, I kind of bit the theater bug at a really young age, did my first like professional uh, theater show at age 10, went to college for musical theater, which is what brought me to New York. And, you know, when you're auditioning for shows, you're kind of not in control of your own destiny. So I was trying to find some way in the midst of auditioning, which, you know, sometimes felt like a full-time job 
uh, to find a way to be creative. And I started hanging out with musicians and getting up with bands on stage the way people do in Nashville. Like you go out and someone's like, oh, that's my friend. You want to jump up and sing a song? Like I would do that. And then started writing my own songs, all of my first songs with my dad, and then started branching out from there and just kind of took on a life of its own. Like being a songwriter and a singer songwriter was something I was kind of always meant to do. And so when I started doing it, it was just like nothing else mattered and everything else just kind of slowly faded away. And here we are today in New York making music uh, from the comfort of my apartment, which is so crazy. have the technology to be able to make music here. Um, it's, it's really cool and really kind of crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you mentioned yeah. that like before everything, obviously before the pandemic, you were going back and forth between Nashville and New York and you were being okay. a Nashville artist as well as New York. How yeah. has the Nashville community welcomed you? Um, you know, especially within the last few months with your new music mm-hmm. where have you, everything's been so virtual, has the Nashville community still supported you the way that they did when you were in Nashville? Yeah, of course. Obviously it's like very different. And I, especially like when you're making trips, sometimes it feels like you never skip a beat. And sometimes it feels like, you're starting all over again where you're like calling people up and being like, Hey, I'm here. Like, want to grab a drink, want to write, want to do these things. Um, but releasing music was kind of scary. Cause I kind of thought it would maybe feel that way. And I'm so like beyond um, moved and I feel so loved and supported to um, have the support of all of my friends and, you know, uh, music colleagues, even though I haven't seen them in a, it'll be like a year over a year at this point. Actually, no, I was in, I was in Nashville last, uh, the end of January. So it's not a year yet, but it's, it's been a really long time, but I still feel so connected through, uh, the internet in a lot of ways, which is. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know you were in New York. I knew you were up North somewhere, but I had no idea like where you were, what location it was just like connecting through, you know, social media and Instagram and even being involved with Trevor, like I have seen you so much through social media that I don't yeah. even, it didn't even matter that you were in New York because right, everyone like, has been. And we like message back media. and forth and like support each other's yeah. pieces. And so like, it doesn't even feel like you kind of like aren't in the same place or um, right. kind of, like I said, sometimes you don't skip a beat. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's so crazy. It, for me, it's just like, what time is it there? Oh, right. I'm an hour, you know, everybody else. Like, that's the biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think last night, I mean, I called Lauren late at night and I was like, gosh, we totally, it's 8.30 here, but it's 9.30 there. And I was like, gosh, she's probably getting ready for bed or something. No, it wasn't bad. I was trying to like wrap up work though. It's, like, it's so early. I was like, it's an hour difference though. So it's not. Yeah. No, well, I'm from Cincinnati and they're on the same time as New York is as well. So every time I go up there, the time changes and I have to get used to like talking to people in Nashville and, you know. (laughs) I feel even when like I fly to Nashville, because like a lot of times I fly, well, like also when I was going back and forth, I was also playing shows like everywhere. And so you're just like on different schedules all the time. And so I try to fly early and I would be like, oh my God, it's so early here. Like nothing's even open yet. But like by now, like things are open in New York or like it's even worse. Like I was in California right before um, the pandemic too, like back in February and that's like three hours. And we were like, oh my God, we have the whole day. <laughs> yeah. And then you like fly so home crazy. and you're like, we lost the whole day. <laughs> just that little time. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so weird. And I, that happens to me when I travel up to Cincinnati too, because, you, you know, when you like, I, I obviously go by car because Cincinnati is like four and a half mm-hmm. hours away from Nashville. But every time I travel up there, I leave it like, I don't know, t- 12 in the afternoon usually. And I get yeah. there at like five or, right. or six. And I'm like, where did the day go? Exactly. I've been to Cincinnati once. The only thing I remember from there is a uh, skyline chili. Oh yeah. That's the thing, right? <laughs> yes. I love Skyline. I literally, I went up there a couple weeks ago and that was the first thing I got. I'm like, that's the only thing I love I it. It's so good. Well, I can't awesome. relate. I've never been. So <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go home to Gracie's. Yeah. It'll be like a party. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. If we ever do like a show or like a something for the podcast, we'll have to like get them to sponsor us. Yeah. <gasps> oh awesome. gosh, that would be so amazing. I would definitely do that. <laughs> you would have no choice. <laughs> That's awesome. And so with the pandemic, you've adjusted very well. Obviously with the EP release, releasing music, landing on Spotify editorials, the press, Apple music, everything that's been going on. How has that all been to you? I'm sure it's like very overwhelming. It definitely is. Um, it's kind of been like a roller coaster ride. Like I don't want to sound like dramatic, but really it is because I think in general, like spending a lot of time at home and not connecting with people, um, not connecting with fans, not being able to play this music for people. A lot of times it's like, is anyone listening? And then things like that happens where it's like the complete 180 where it's like, oh my God, people like this. And then like the next day you're like, is anybody out there? And then you're like, oh my God, someone's out there. And it's just like, the, especially like with releasing so much music this year. Um, I mean, I've released EPs before, but I feel like when you drop an EP or an album or, you know, anything as a whole, there's like a single that carries it. And a lot of songs like maybe fall by the wayside or become singles later. But the idea for me was to release all of these songs as, as singles so they could get the attention, you know, that they mm-hmm. deserve. So each song is heard and kind of tells that story and through line too before you move on to the next. Um, so I've never released five singles in a year. That's like a lot of music <laughs> for, for me, you know. Um, so you would like release one and be like, oh my God, does anybody care? Oh my God, someone cares. And then the next day you're like, does any, is anybody listening? And you're like playing music to screens, you know. Um, this live stream that we're doing to uh, celebrate this virtual release party and live stream. It's the first time I'm going to be playing with my band since February 20th. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's like, I know I haven't even seen some of them this whole time. And like these yeah. are my family and my brothers and we're just so used to um, getting validation through playing this music for people. So it's been uh, an adjustment and a roller coaster in the same Um Dang but also amazing. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, you know, it's hard. <laughs> so um, you said you mentioned you were going to have a release party. Um, this, I mean, it's coming out December 4th, right? Yeah. Doesn't that just feel so surreal? Like you worked on this all year and now it's finally coming out. You're going to have a, a release party. Are, like, are you so excited for it? I am, but it almost still, like it feels fake. like is this actually happening is this really (laughs) happening um I think like the day itself and like the night and the performance and being able to connect um 
because of something that I put so much work into, it will feel so special in that moment. But right now it's like, is this actually happening? (laughs) This is coming out like this is it. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way that I felt about releasing three minutes this past summer. Yeah. Because I mean, I wrote that like two years ago and I had it recorded for like a year and I was like, how do I just have this recorded? And I have no idea when it's going to come out, but. Right. And then the video too. So it's like an extra element for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. It's an important message too. So I kind of feel like that's something like as a woman Mm-hmm. You, know, you like hang on to as well too. yeah yeah and you just don't want it to end too because it's like once yeah. you release it there's going to be an ending <laughs> it gets sad <laughs> not because we're all singing it and listening to it all the time <laughs> I it's remember true. with Lauren as we would prep for her, like her next release we would literally drop a song and then literally the next week like we would start planning the next one yeah. who are we targeting for premiere mm-hmm. who are we doing this is it submitted like all this stuff and I would definitely say that was probably the most consistent I've ever been. Like, yeah, it was just like, okay, Lauren, who dropped the song. Now let's plan for the next one. Let's go. I, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. And that was so exciting, but it was also like overwhelming too, in so many ways. Like there was no time to just like take a deep breath. I was like, Trevor, I need to breathe. Like I'm really excited <laughs> for December 4th. So I can just like take that breath and just like let it all out. Um, yeah. All the, you know, all the work that goes into recording music and um I've never recorded like so far in advance it was like mid-October and now it's almost December so that's just like so crazy that is crazy yeah wow do you have any plans to do any new music videos at all with these um yeah I guess I can tell you here there's there's one video coming out um for the title track love ain't fair and (gasps) oh yeah believe wait no I love that but that's so funny because this is something we filmed so long ago and it like sat on the shelf oh my gosh really why why didn't we do anything with this like why didn't we finish this up and then yeah the title track is love ain't fair I was like this is the perfect way to just kind of like put a little bow on this package and just kind of be like "Woo, we did it yeah that's just so weird that you had that you have it already like recorded for such a long time and you just like don't know when it's going to come out or what you're going to do until you plan everything. And that's crazy. I know it's insane. There's like some footage that we did when we took pictures for the cover. Mm -hmm. Like we filmed in that location. Oh, really? Long ago. It was like, Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, it's so good that you have that stuff though, too, because you never know when you are going to need it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I guess just like videos for me, um, they are so important and they're so cool. It was just like something that I um, haven't done as much of. So it was like, I kind of almost like forgot that we filmed all this footage. And then was like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. we have all this footage that we can edit together and make this awesome video. Like, let's do it. That's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. And I do have to say that Lauren is the queen of content. Like she is mm-hmm. literally like, Anything that she does, she always, <laughs> as she flips her hair, <laughs> that's awesome. She, I forgot you know, no one can see me. <laughs> imagine it. Imagine the Lauren flip. Flip her hair. I don't have hair to flip, but Gracie's is in a bun. So Gracie's is up in like a cute little bun. Yeah, so just, in a I'll bun. flip for everybody. <laughs> there you go. 
but you know like with social media and with just everything in general like your branding when it comes to singles and everything it's so consistent why is it so important for you to stay consistent and stay keep the content there and keep your fans engaged thanks well first of all i appreciate that because i feel like i never have enough content <laughs> um, wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think branding is something um, that I've always just been really drawn to. Um, not even a, as an artist, but I've just like always had a creative mind. So, like branding between your pictures and your uh, cover images and your videos is something that I've always like thought was so important to have this like cohesiveness. But also I think um, it's a way that it makes it special. Like even if it's only two pictures and a little video clip, it, it's all the same because it's all mm -hmm. about the same thing. And I think that that also kind of ties into uh, storytelling and like what story are you telling with this song and what do you want people to get out of it? Um, obviously not every cover is like telling the story of the song. Sometimes it's just like a pretty picture but like pulling certain <laughs> colors from it or pulling certain things to help support that story um, has always just been something that I think a lot about, I guess. Well, you do. Awesome. I mean, everything. <laughs> like I, you know, as, like I said before, like planning your singles, like it was always like the last single, Halfway to Hungover. It was like, there was some sort of theme that went with it. And especially with everything. That one specifically <laughs> though, I did think about all of that. <laughs> So you're oh, saying there you go. Just put together. I mean, not all just put together. Like I think about a mood, like at least you don't want to be smiling on the cover of something that it's like a sad song, so to speak, yeah. or like, like find me is like a really sassy song. So I wanted it to feel sassy. And like, we were kind of doing like the leopard print with like modern Shania Twain so that it had this like female empowerment vibe. So I thought about it like through my clothing choices before or like my facial expressions or things of that nature. But for Halfway to Hungover, we hadn't done pictures and New York is a little bit further behind as far as like being reopened. And it was like, what can we do that is safe, that feels comfortable? And my very, very dear friend, Johnny Rodriguez, has done all of my pictures for every song I've released up until this point, I think with the exception of one. And he did all of the covers um, for the singles. And we're like, we have one more, like, what do we do? So we basically <laughs> like made a mess of his living room and came up with this concept of like, originally, like I wanted it to be in a bar, you're halfway to hungover, you're drinking, but like, we couldn't be in a bar to take pictures. So it's like, what can we do? So we created the idea of, um, okay, so you're out drinking, trying to forget this person. And then you come home and you kick your shoes off and you pour yourself another drink and you're looking through old pictures and you're listening to music that makes you think of this person, even though you don't want to be thinking about them. And that's definitely something like I've done before, like look through old pictures or like, old mementos that make you think of family and friends or you know ex-boyfriends and all those <laughs> things and so like that was the setting that we did create and we basically like moved all the furniture and like created a scene and took pictures like in this scene and we were listening to music that just like put us in our feelings and it was actually so much fun that's awesome and all of your covers have turned out like so good they yeah. they look so professional and they even though some of them are like fully on to the song, like 
they they could be just a picture they it literally looks like it is exactly a, a part of that song that you have put out thank you I, I really like your halfway to hungover one thank you I do too it came like it was like honestly we were like honestly set up an entire different scene took all these pictures and we were like okay we got at least one that would be the cover and they're like let's try this and it was like last minute yeah and he like we set up the scene and I'm like laying on the floor and he gets up on a ladder and like takes a picture and I was like this picture is too good not to use. Like, <laughs> it can't just be a promo photo. Like this has to be it. Um, and I'm just obsessed with the picture too, but also like the memory of making it is, is just very fun for me. That's so That's cool. Awesome. But I have to give Johnny all the credit too, because he's like, <laughs> a genius and I just lay there and he takes the pictures. Like <laughs> He does great. Well, yeah. speaking of um, all your content as well, yeah. yeah, you're an artist and you put on, you know, you make a bunch of music, but you also put on Urban Country Jam. That's what's called, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. What, how did that start too? Can you tell us like a little bit more about what that yeah. is about? There's like two things that kind of made me start it. Um, one of it was like kind of taking control over like the situation in New York. So in New York, there's, you know, so many artists of so many different genres and so many different venues. And a lot of times when you play um, a music venue here, it's like each man for himself. You know, you're playing on a bill with many different people, many different genres, and no one has met each other before. And it's like, <laughs> your people come in, they see your show, and then you leave. And then the next people come in and see the show and leave. And I loved how like in Nashville, there's just so much more of a community. Granted, like everyone is, it's a songwriting town you know, everyone's a songwriter or an artist or involved in music in some way, but even just by like having these writer's nights where you're sitting on stage with so many different people or like you're playing showcases mm -hmm. like a whiskey jam or um, bus call where it's like, there's just a much more like energetic collaborative thing. Like you're like, I'm going to whiskey right. jam tonight or I'm going to bus call tonight. You don't even need to know anyone who's on the bill and you're just hanging out there all night watching good music. There's nothing like uh -huh. that. So the idea behind that was to have this like collaborative, creative, like-minded place to go for both artists and fans where it can be like, oh, Urban Country Jam is happening. Let's go see it. And like, we know there'll be good yeah. talent there and we know there'll be other fans who like what we like and just kind of have this fun, energetic place to go. Unfortunately, um, we only did one show and then had to like move it to the <laughs> virtual space. But it's been actually really cool to do it here too, because I'm getting to uh, connect with artists like you um, mm -hmm. who aren't in the same place as me. Exactly. So no, I was thinking that. So in Nashville and I'll be there, we can do it from wherever we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I got to be lucky enough to be a part of one of the shows. Yeah, um, so I, I know it's in like July or something. Was a, I don't even June. Or was maybe? it before then? June? A long it was like time ago. mid July. Or August. It definitely was over the summer. I just don't remember. It was over the summer, yeah. but it was fun. And I think, was that one of the first online ones? It that was I the part of? second. The online. second one? Yeah. So the first one um, was with two of my friends who are artists in New York. We actually booked a show that was supposed to be at City Winery. Oh, okay. And got canceled. So that's where the idea came to move it to mm -hmm. the virtual space. It was like, well, instead of just canceling it and being sad, keep this thing going. And so we moved it to the virtual space. And so you were the second one um, with Trevor, but that was the first one that was like people from everywhere. 
Yeah, no, that's what I thought was cool about because yeah. usually you, I was looking at your passwords and then I was in New York and, you know, it was with people from New York, which is basically what you wanted to do. But when I was a part of it, I was excited because I was like, I'm not in New York, but I can still perform. Yeah, it's so like, awesome. It's been a good so idea for that reason, just to be like, we can still connect, even though like we're not in the same city. And I think, I don't know what's going to happen. Like once everything is back to normal, if that ever happens, like, I don't, maybe we would still keep it in a virtual space so we can connect that way. And then also like have shows that tour Mm -hmm. in different cities. But I think another reason why I wanted to um, start Urban Country Jam was kind of to like take control of my own fate and my own destiny and kind of be a a boss and a producer. Um, I've actually been watching Reese Witherspoon's series it's from like two years ago. I think it's from like Mm -hmm. 2018. It's called shine on. And she um, talks to all these different women in different industries that inspire her. And um, she talks a little bit about like creating her own production company so she could create her own opportunity. And that's kind of something that I thought about too, with urban country jam of, um, okay, you don't like the way something's going. Well, change it. That's awesome. And literally when I think of you or I hear your name somewhere or you can see you on Instagram, like what comes to mind when I see you is like, you are a hardworking woman and you're so powerful and you love what you do. Like it's inspiring to a lot of people, even including me. Like you're, you're so cool. I think you are awesome. (laughs) I'm a big, I told Trevor last night when we were, uh, picking the time today I was like I'm a big Gracie fan so this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah. I'm a big fan of you thank you, <laughs> you guys I just want to hug you through the screen right now I know I wish <laughs> yeah usually we do these in a studio we when Trevor is in Nashville we go to a studio but we're on zoom right now so yeah. <laughs> we can't hug no, virtual someday yeah, we'll get there. I mean, right now, you know, everyone, of course, like stay safe and do everything possible and exactly. we'll get everyone together um, and do some fun things once it's safe to do so. Um, so to kind of round out this episode, Lauren, tell us what is specifically next for you, because I know you have some new things coming up. Yeah, so specifically <clears throat> next is next. Well, this week. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what day it is. Um, I have this Loving <laughs> Fair video coming out and the Loving Fair EP, uh, the official release and release party. I'm doing a virtual release party, um, like a pre-show meet and greet on Zoom with just like a handful of very like VIP fans. And then I'm doing a live stream performance of the entire EP from top to bottom, all five songs mm-hmm. in the order that uh, they came out. Uh, with my band, which is really exciting. And then um, I guess the following week, I have a Christmas song coming out. So that's okay. just like shift real quick to holiday season. Um, Holiday season's the time that I always love in New York. And I know it's going to look a little different this year, but holiday music Mm -hmm. is something that never changes. So I'm excited about that. And then it's going to be 2021. And we're going to be rocking into the new year with just restarting and planning and going to 20. Yeah, I already started working on music for next year. Oh yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and stuff? 
Yeah. So you can find me at Lauren Davidson music on Instagram and Facebook um, at Lauren Davidson music.com and Lauren DA music on Twitter. Amazing guys, seriously follow her. She's the best and you don't want to miss anything that she has coming up. Thank you guys so much. Hang in with me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for hanging with us and being our girl most likely this week. Yay. Perfect. Well, you heard her, guys. Go check her out. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Girl Most Likely Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. We appreciate your support as we head into the holiday season. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Until next time.